Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. I am a teacher by trade, but I've had a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise going back more than 40 years. And uh, just, I had grandparents that weren't in the best of health, and I was concerned that I might be traveling down some of the same paths that they were. And so I've done a lot of things over the years to um, not travel down those paths. So since this is the TR90 support call, when you're first starting out, I should say, if you're listening to this and it's a podcast, you can catch us live at 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the code, put in 910022 to join us and join us live. If you're um, listening to us live and you ever miss these, you can pick them up on SoundCloud or where you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. And when you're first starting out on this TR90 lifestyle change, it's your one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal if it's possible. If not, don't worry about it. Take it with your meals. It still works. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That gives you macronutrients, micronutrients, fiber. That fiber helps in two ways, one of which is with satiety or that feeling of fullness, especially if you're getting those fruits and vegetables closer to their source than highly processed. And it also helps with... Um, digestive health. So your digestive health for guys, you need about 45 grams of fiber. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily. And that fiber comes when those fruits and vegetables are not highly processed. Seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. And we'll be discussing that a little bit more um, going forward for the next probably about a week or so. We'll see. And 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And if you're exercising heavily, you'll need to make sure you're staying hydrated. The baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. But if you're in a humid area or you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that significantly to offset what you're losing in body moisture, since you can lose up to a quart in an hour. So with that being said, that's all the nuts and bolts of the program. And today I'm sharing some information with you, hopefully to help you get some sleep, because sleep is one of those commodities we really need and highly desire, our bodies highly desire. Even if we don't think we need it, we really do. And my information today is coming out of a book that I just recently discovered that's called Eat to Sleep, What to Eat, When to Eat It, for a Good Night's Sleep Every Night. And it was written by Carmen, K-A-R-M-A-N, 
Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R. She's a registered dietitian in LDNs. So uh, I stumbled across her here about six months ago, well, actually about nine months ago, and I couldn't find the book um, because it was sold out clear across the United States. And so um, I had to wait like six weeks to get the book. So in her introduction, she says, we eat to sustain life for growth and development, for nourishment and socialization, and to share meals with others in celebration and sometimes just for pure pleasure. Have you ever thought, I'm going to eat this so I can sleep well tonight? Or on the flip side, I better not eat or drink this because I'll never go to sleep if I do. What do you eat? And what you eat and when you eat it can play a big role in whether a peaceful night of sleep lies ahead. Eat to sleep can guide you back to a better, more restful sleep through your food choices. Inside, you will find detailed descriptions of the best foods for sleep and information on how your nutritional choices impact the quality of your sleep. You'll discover how to ease your body into a better sleep using everyday foods like almonds, avocados, brown rice, cherries, oatmeal, salmon, sweet potatoes, and so many more. So I'm going to go over that list again just to give you some highlights because those first seven items um, she really leans heavily on. Almonds, avocados, brown rice, cherries, oatmeal, salmon, sweet potatoes, and many more. You'll also find action plans and a food and sleep log to help you choose what changes will work best with your lifestyle. There's no one quote-unquote best plan that will work for everyone, but there is plenty of practical tips and strategies included that to be incorporated into almost everyone anyone's daily routine. So here are there are also 25 recipes to get you started on eating for better sleep. This will not only help you return to consistently great sleep and restore your natural circadian rhythm, it will also give you an appreciation for the deeper knowledge of how and why food impacts the sleep cycle. If you're ready to see how healthful eating and delicious foods can help you get back on track to sleeping soundly, listen on. So we're going to start with making the connection how you sleep and what you, what you eat. And our sleep basics and food sleep relationship. Chances are that if you've are starting to listen to this, you've already understand the importance of a good night's sleep and have experienced what it's like to be without it and are ready to restore yourself to a quality sleep routine. Whether you struggle with occasional night of insomnia or have been missing out on quality sleep for years, this will help you get back to better sleep through food. The foods you choose to eat and at what time during your day you choose to eat them greatly impacts your sleep cycle. By making sleep-wise food choices during the day and especially in the hours before bed, you can restore your natural circadian rhythm and return to a better sleep. 
because the fact is good nutrition equals good sleep. You spend about one-third of your life sleeping, so it's important to make the most of that time. Sleep, despite being a state where you aren't doing much moving, is a very active restorative process. Important building and repair of, of tissues occurs while you're asleep, and memory consolidation appears when or happens when you get quality sleep. Memory consolidation is essentially is essential for learning new information and being able to recall it when awake. It's recommended that adults get seven to eight hours of sleep each night for optimum health. Short sleep duration is considered to be seven hours or fewer in a 24-hour period, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and currently about a third of Americans get fewer than seven hours of sleep each night. It seems to be a cruel joke that as kids we can sleep whenever and wherever, but as we age, our days become more hectic and the struggle to fall asleep and stay asleep becomes too common. There are five stages to sleep, each categorized based on the brain wave frequencies and biological rhythms that occur. There are REM or rapid eye movement and non-REM phases of sleep. Stages one through three are non-REM that are followed by REM stages four and five, during which dreams typically occur. REM stages are usually shorter and once they happen, the sleep cycle starts over again. So first we have stage one which this is the lightest stage of sleep. Brainwave frequencies are only slightly slower than when the person is awake and breathing is at a normal rate. Stage two, this is a deeper level of sleep with sawtooth, quote unquote, brainwaves on the electroencephalogram. And when sleeping, the individual is more difficult to wake. Stage three is a deep sleep when bone and muscle growth occurs and the body repairs tissues and strengthens the immune system. It's very difficult to wake a sleeper in this state, and when awakened during this state, the individual is very disoriented. Stages four and five, these are both REM or rapid eye movement stages that occur about 90 minutes after falling asleep. Heart rate and breathing become faster. The brain is more active in these stages, and this is when dreaming happens. While the first cycle through the REM stages may only last 10 minutes, later phases can last up to 60 minutes. The amount of time spent in REM stages decreases as we age. Infants may spend half of their time asleep in REM phases, whereas adults are usually at, at about 20%. Tryptophan, serotonin, and melatonin. Tryptophan, serotonin, and melatonin are all essential for quality sleep. Tryptophan is an amino acid essential for the production of the neurotransmitter serotonin. Serotonin is needed for the production of the hormone melatonin. So one follows the other. 
Let's take a look at each of them individually. Tryptophan is an essential amino acid found in foods that contain proteins such as meats, poultry, seafood, eggs, and dairy foods. Tryptophan cannot be manufactured by the body and must be taken in through food sources. Because tryptophan is a precursor for serotonin production in the body, studies have shown that tryptophan deficient diets can lead to a decrease in serotonin levels. There are other important nutrients required for the body to convert tryptophan into serotonin, including vitamin B6, magnesium, and niacin, tryptophan-rich foods, and general recommendations for how and when to consume them will be discussed later. Serotonin, this is a neurotransmitter often thought of as the happy chemical. It contributes to many functions in the body, including producing feelings of happiness and re regulating appetite, digestion, sleep, and memory. It's found in both the central nervous system, which includes the brain and spinal cord, and the peripheral nervous system, inclusive of everything outside of the brain and spinal cord. Low levels of serotonin have been linked with depression, poor memory, and negative mood, as well as a precursor for melatonin production. It can also impact your sleep-wake cycle. This is an important point to consider, especially since many people who suffer from depression also experience difficulties falling asleep. Unlike tryptophan, serotonin is not naturally does not naturally occur in foods, ensuring that the intake of tryptophan-containing foods is adequate can keep the serotonin levels in check, but you can also increase serotonin through exercise and light therapy. And melatonin. Melatonin is a natural hormone found in the body that regulates sleep-wake cycles. When night settles in and the eyes begin perceiving darkness, melatonin is released to prepare the body for sleep. Once light appears in the morning, melatonin production decreases to help the body wake up and start the day. Studies have shown that nocturnal levels of melatonin and sleep quality start to decline at puberty as we start to move into elderly ages. Sleep periods become much shorter. If your body isn't producing enough melatonin on its own, possibly due to the lack of serotonin, you can take it, in, you can take it synthetically in a pill or liquid form. Melatonin supplements can be a great solution for adjusting sleep-wake cycles from jet lag or sleep disturbances and for people who are blind and need assistance establishing a regular sleep pattern. Before starting any new medications or supplements, be sure to speak with your physician first. The good news is that melatonin can be found naturally in certain foods, and we'll be discussing that later on how to um, which foods contain it and which what and tips for to include more of them into your diet for a natural source of this sleep regulating hormone. 
So some sidebars to this is there are risk devices and apps that can be used to determine the quality of sleep you're getting at night. If you feel like you're sleeping through the night but still wake up tired in the morning and have minimal energy during the day, a monitoring device or a sleep study done by a healthcare professional may be worth considering to determine if low energy levels are related to sleep or another underlying issue. And uh, I think I'm going to stop there for today since I think I've kind of reached the end of what we needed to get to for today. So this is Susan Mann signing out for June 29th, 2023. I welcome you to come back again tomorrow, and I welcome any thoughts or comments you may have to uh, suggest once I take us off mute at the top of the hour. If you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. And I want to wish you a great day. And if the weather quality is good where you're at, get out and enjoy some good fresh air out of doors. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to stop the recording and get a start to our day. We'll pick up with this again tomorrow.